0: Hello, mighty warriors of God, and welcome to MI15. Today is Friday, December 31st, 2021, and this is day 1385 of our journey together. My name is Jackie, and welcome, welcome, welcome to you. So let's go ahead and get started. Father, we glorify you and praise you and honor you with all of our heart, soul, mind, and strength. Thank you so much for creating this beautiful day just for us. Thank you, Lord, for equipping us to go forth and fulfill the purpose that you've blessed us with today. I ask, Father, that you will comfort the brokenhearted and heal the sick and bless those who may be in financial need. And I ask, my Lord, that you will speak today, that it be all about you and not about me. In Jesus' name, amen. Glory to God, everybody. Thank you again for tuning in uh, on this New Year's Eve of 2021. Today's message is... Inconsistency hinders your blessing. Uh-huh. Inconsistency hinders your blessing. And let's learn a little bit more about that. We're going to be coming out of James chapter 1, verses 19 through 25. James has a lot to say here in these few verses. So let's dive right in. So he says, My dear brothers and sisters... So he's talking to fellow believers when he says that. My dear brothers and sisters, take note of this. Everyone should be quick to listen, slow to speak, and slow to become angry. Because human anger does not produce the righteousness that God desires. Therefore, get rid of all moral filth and the evil that is so prevalent, and humbly accept the word planted in you, which can save you. Do not merely listen to the word and so deceive yourselves. Do what it says. Anyone who listens to the word but does not do what it says is like someone who looks at his face in a mirror and after looking at himself, goes away and immediately forgets what he looks like, but whoever looks intently into the perfect law that gives freedom and continues in it, not forgetting what they have heard, but doing it, they will be blessed in what they do. So he says a mouthful and we're going to just, let's go to point number one and discuss this. All right. Uh You know, uh, one of the notes that I wrote down here was, are blessings fleeing from you? Well, could it be because of your own inconsistency? Could it be that you forgot what you looked like when you looked in the mirror and I uh, got right back to doing the same old thing? Not you, but I'm just saying in general, uh, whoever the shoe fits. <laughs> Point number one, have you ever had a favorite place to eat because the food and service uh, was so exceptional. And I've had a handful of places like that, that I would go to all the time, like Houston's on the Plaza before they left. That was one of my most favorite places. If anybody said, where do you want to go? Oh, Houston's. Oh, yep. Because it was consistently good. And you know what I loved the most? (laughs) Okay. Liked the most because I can't love something that doesn't love me back. That was their chicken strips and that apple cobbler. It was always on point and I'm talking several years, even to the day they left and and the spinach dip. But then, uh let me go a little further. Maybe maybe you haven't gone there to eat in several months and you decide this is what I want for dinner you're excited your mouth is watering for that yummy meal that you had months prior then you get there the service has gone down i'm not talking about houston i'm not even going to name the places that i'm talking about with this <laughs> the service has gone down considerably the the place doesn't um, even look the same anymore it's not as clean as it used to be, then your food arrives. You know, you're kind of like, okay, all right, I'll let that go for a minute. Let's just wait on the food. <laughs> and it too is a major disappointment. And they have the nerve to raise their prices. You're furious. You talk to the person in charge, but to no avail. You leave, uh, you leave angry and make a personal vow to never go there again. Yes, (laughs) that's happened to me on several occasions. There are restaurants and companies that I no longer patronize because of their inconsistencies. Sometimes they're on point and sometimes they're not. After giving them the benefit of the doubt and, and giving them another chance or two, and they still lack the quality food service or product I once I once had. It's a wrap. <laughs> this is the same thing James is teaching us. We must consistently serve the Lord. We must be consistent about communicating with God the Father through the his precious son Jesus Christ. We must consistently study our Bibles and and get the word of God in us every day or we are not going to respond in the way we need to when when conflict comes or trials and tribulations come, we're going to lose it if we're not careful. We're not going to taste the same. Mm. We're not going to look the same. We're not going to walk the same because we're being inconsistent. Point number two. If we do what the word of God says, we will not fall into the trap set by our enemy, Satan, called inconsistency. It is critical that we keep in step with the guidance of the Holy Spirit every moment of our lives, so that we're obedient to God. When we do what God says, we have freedom. That's what James talked about here. We have freedom from the grips of sin and bondage. And so we humbly accept God's word that he's given us. We also listen intently and then take action according to God's word. We we don't take action according to way Jackie feels that day because <laughs> that may not be pretty. <laughs> that may not be nice. So we want to take action according to what God is saying. So that's why we need to always make sure we listen before we are so quick to speak and then you will be blessed in what you do. And it's just, you know, following God's plan is the key, doing it his way. Now, uh, so many of us, I saw a movie just the other day called uh, The photo- the Photography or Photo, no, Photograph, The, pho- the Photograph. And it talked, uh, it was really good. It was a love story, but it, but it was a family legacy kind of a story uh, and about how this couple uh met and how they were talking about their uh the young woman's uh history and her mother how her mother really dived into her work as a photographer and just didn't wasn't consistent about the love she showed to her daughter nor to her uh the father of the daughter and she just left because she wanted to pursue her own dreams and i get that they weren't married yet but how she was inconsistent with just in everything a lot of things that she would do except for her work. And how that also uh trickled down to the daughter and her relationships and and, and it they found out too that that the young woman's mother's mother, so the young woman's grandmother was the same. And you'll notice these patterns in our family lines sometimes that you know, like for example, if somebody moves a lot, uh, you, you might wonder why do you move so much? And then there are some people that have to move because of military or whatever, and they have to travel. But some people move a lot because of inconsistency in managing their money, uh, inconsistency, you know, in addictions and things like that. That which we don't want to, we don't want to be consistent in that. We want to let that go, but that will dictate your. Our future, too, and how we handle things, and the pattern that I've known many people that I've had the opportunity of serving and working with, and, and coaching and helping them through, uh, that would move at least twice a year uh, because of their addiction. And uh, it, it was really hard on the children, uh, a lot of the kids that I, I work with in the schools. A lot of times uh, they were struggling because of the inconsistency in their household uh, with uh, the family structure, with the father not being there on a regular basis. There there are lots of areas in our lives that we need to check ourselves and say, God, am I lining up with your word and doing it the way you would have me to do it? There's an area that the Lord showed me many years ago, and that was inconsistency and being on time. I know it's an, oh, I just hate it. (laughs) And uh, it's one of those things that, you know, you could be so good at everything else and then not be on time. And I would be fine on time when it came to my business stuff. Kind of like I was talking about that mom that, you know, knew how to do her business. But when it came to raising her child and loving on her the way she needed to and loving relationships didn't do well. So I would like even (laughs) I I'm God. I am so grateful for God's uh, grace and mercy. So I can remember years ago when I used to work uh you know, for organizations, and uh, this was when I was in my 20s, and I worked somewhere, and at that that time, they had flex time. That was a big deal. It was just new, and you could, as long as you got to work between, you know, 7 and 9 a.m., you were fine. That was the best thing that could have ever been invented for me. (laughs) I would get to work on time, sometimes I'd be there at 8, sometimes I'd be there at 7.30, sometimes I'd be there at 9, but it wasn't counted late, and that was awesome, and, but if I had to work somewhere where I had to be there at a certain time, it was a challenge, and so I was blessed to get jobs where I was in sales, and I could just kind of get there when I needed to, and just start my day, but I was very good at just working late if I had to or whatever I need to do. But that was an that was an area in my life and my mother would always get so mad at me. I know she listens to the podcast every day. So she would say, You're gonna be late to your own funeral And I'm thinking, how can that be? I won't even be in control of that. But it's a saying. <laughs> so it's 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 one of those areas where I have intentionally you know, over the last couple of years or so, really been working on that, you know um you know I'll be on time to some things, but others not, and it's like, why, lord, why am I not so the Lord would show me as you, so I need to be more realistic about my timing and get up uh even earlier I'm up, but I start pedaling around and doing other things and you know and not even realizing so now what I do is. I set aside an extra, like if I say I need an hour to get ready, I'm going to add on another hour or another 30 minutes just so I'm out the door, uh, you know, in plenty of time to get to my destination and being more realistic about that. The one thing I will do really well is always contact the person that I'm going to meet. Hey, I'm running late. I'm so sorry. You know, and just to communicate. I would hate that to not communicate. I think that's important. But it's also important for me uh, to know that this is not what God would have me to do. And I need to do better in that area. So I am intentionally daily working on that. And I've gotten a lot better at that. And it's going to get to where is not a problem. And I'll tell you something, the reverse is no better. The reverse of being afraid of being late and, and I hear people, my mom is one, and my sister, they're they're like, oh, really proud of the fact that I'm always on time. And and if I'm late, if I'm running late, I get knots in my stomach and I'm afraid of blah, blah, blah. Well, that's fear. You know, so <laughs> you need to work on that too. But I'll speak for myself. So that was one of those areas. What about you? What's the area that God is showing you that's inconsistent, that you need to work on that area in your life? Because it does trickle down uh, and it does matter. If I'm late, I miss out on some very important information. And then I've got to, you know, figure out what they're saying because I walked in late. So it affects, um, you know, my uh, progression in life. So I I had to work on that and and do better. So God will show you whatever that is. And when you look in the mirror and God shows it to you, don't walk away and act like you forgot what it was. (laughs) We need to be working on things like that so that we're better for, for building the kingdom of God. Now, if you don't know Jesus, that would be the first step. Romans 10 and 9 says that if you confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. Glory to God. I love you all so, so much. May the Lord bless and protect you. May his face radiate with joy because of you. May he be gracious unto you, show you his favor, and give you his peace. In Jesus' name, amen. And remember, we can do all things through Christ who strengthens us. And please don't forget to check us out on our website, JackieBikesMinistries.org, J-A-C-K-I-E. Be like boy, U-Y-C-K-S ministries.org. Check out the messages and please share them with others. Also, please uh, check out our T-Zone website. It's tzonekc.org. Check out what we're doing in the community with our wonderful youth and become a partner if you decide to and uh, and, and donate to the cause. All right, mighty warriors, go forth and make it an awesome day, fulfilling the purpose that God has given you And I will talk to you later. Bye-bye.